and welcome back to the podcast. I, I'm going to start again. Je m'appelle Ross. <laughs> uh, Tutor, come on, Phil. I don't really know how to speak French. Uh, <laughs> avec, Hob- avec Hobden. Avec Hobden. Uh, yeah, and Beersy who play. How the devil are you, sir? It's been um, it's been a while. It's been over a month since our last podcast. Has it been that long? Yeah, I mean, look, it felt, it felt long, but. Every so often, real world shit gets in the way, and this was my real world shit. And you know, I was dealing with a few issues, uh, a few personal things, um, and you know, just haven't had the time to, to to get back to it. But you know, we're back. Uh, we're we're back. <laughs> what was the film? We're back. We're black, and we're uh, what was that? What was the tagline? That <laughs> we're back. We're black. We're bad or something. We're back for black. No, that's it. I'm back. No, you're back. I'm black. You're we're black, bad. Is it like? Is it like? I'm black. You're mad. We're bad. Or something. Yeah, something like or that. I'm yeah. Mad, I'm mad. You're black. You. We're mad. Or something. And that's. Yeah. Is it Leaf Weapon Two. I think it. It sounds. sounds like Lethal Weapon Two. I mean, Lethal Weapon Two in itself is a pretty racist film. Just that bloody Joe self. Pesci. But Joe but, Pesci's bit where, he, where where the guy goes, but you're black, and it's where but Joe Pesci goes, he is, you are. That's one of the. I, don't I know am. Why. <laughs> it's just a bit where but Pesci goes, he is, you are. I don't know and, why. And it, and it, and and Danny Glover goes, I am. <laughs> I love that. It's, yeah, I, I am. It's that awesome um, accent by uh, by Joss Ackland that everyone thought for years, but oh, actually incredible. South African spoke. Oh, I I completely believed in issue that Joss Ackland was from South Africa. I just yeah, assumed totally. that he was African. So look, um, we're gonna we're gonna crack on because we've got, got a relatively packed uh, packed forty five minutes here. So let's start with um, let's start with the usual. Uh, let's do a couple of different. Mm-hmm. Let's do some films we've seen, but let's do because yep. it's been a while. Let's do a couple of old and a couple of new, maybe. Okay, sounds good. So, do you want to go first? Yes. Well. <clears throat> If if I if I initially do the, the thing we usually do, which is like the most recent new and the most recent old, so to yeah. speak. Well you can do two um, most recent new and two most recent old. I'm throwing it out there. Okay. Okay. I don't know where to go with that. Okay. <laughs> um, okay, so so if I do the two most recent, okay, and then after you do yours, maybe we can just say other things we've watched or something. Yeah, the two on. most recent, like like new ones are Greenland, which was very good. It's great, uh, isn't it? And l- like like you said, it wasn't necessarily it wasn't Geostorm two that perhaps people were hoping it might be. There was a distinct... It's a much more solemn, yeah. It's a much more solemn affair. And the director Rick Roman Raw, well, look, look, so far he's delivered three great movies like Shot Caller, uh, Angel Has Fallen, which I contend is still the, absolutely the best of those three fallen films, uh, and then Greenland as well. Like, and they're all very different from each other as well. It's, it's he's he's becoming a very interesting director. Immediately, like yeah. he's and zero punching um, of asteroids, which yeah, I, I was yeah, disappointed but, with, if I'm honest. Well, no throat punching and no asteroid destroying. You know, very, very good uh, and very upsetting in places, actually, uh, in a good way. And then the most recent recent film I've seen, <laughs> I watched around twenty minutes with a friend, and we were both pretty much immediately. This is terrible. Why does this exist? And it's the film Outside the Wire. Oh, it's terrible. The... Did you watch it? 
Yeah, I watched did it. You get um, through? I watched did you get first... through it? Yeah, I, 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 I always, I, I very I rarely was... stop a film. Absolutely awful. Like it was, we, we, because we were just trying to watch a film on is it Friday night or Saturday night. I can't remember. I don't know. It was, it was Friday night. That's right. And we thought, you know, Anthony Mackie and it's sci-fi. Mikhail Hastrum is a bit, bleh. but you know, and it suffers from Everything. that kind of, <laughs> well, but kind of from that. Is this really what Netflix films are? Thing like, like, like. Is it a Netflix film or was it like a Cloverfield? Par- you know, when they did those three films yeah. for Paramount, but were all terrible. Like, is it one of those or was it really a Netflix film? It doesn't matter because it, it is terrible. It's terrible from the very, I will say the very opening scene with the drone thing was quite good. That's quite good. And the guy, uh, the guy, Idris, Idris, um, sorry, the, 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 I can't remember his full name. Idris, the, the, the lead, yeah, is yeah, yeah. really, really, really good. Is it Damon, Damon Idris, I think? He's, really really good he's excellent and then you meet Anthony Mackie who I'm sort of a fan like I mean I, I mean, I generally like him I have no problems with him he speaks very highly I of you could, I was good he should be um he I can't I couldn't help it I was thinking this was written for Will Smith this was absolutely written for Will Smith and Will Smith went nah and then because Anthony Mackie comes across I, I don't know if you remember the very first scene with him. He's all sort of like shits and giggles and funny. Then he takes his shirt off, revealing the weirdest-looking mechanical body. That's that just odd. Doesn't it? Doesn't work at all. Oh like, mate, just looks so, so you weren't even there done. for like the twist, oh, where basically and... he goes rogue and it, the whole thing turns out to be a setup. Uh, we stop, and he's trying okay, to blow so up the world or something. It. Oh really? Well, we stopped watching when they leave that briefing room you know the briefing room bit oh no no sorry no no sorry we watched another five minutes because he goes from being all fun and shits and giggles to suddenly being super serious right? like yeah. a piece of shit to him so, and then we went we went no that's enough and we i've no interest in watching the rest of it yeah it no, gets zero. it gets a lot worse it gets a lot worse um oh my god interesting so okay so my most recent films new films yeah yeah i watched a film that you rate very highly and i 100 percent get okay. why. I watched uh, Saint Maud. Oh, I loved it. Oh love my God. really good film. Really good. I wouldn't I didn't tell love it. I'm never gonna I'm actually, never gonna watch it actually, again. Actually, 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 tell a lie, love is the wrong word. It's affecting, it really hit me. And yes, I will never watch it again. Yeah. I mean but the ending excellent. of that film just made mm-hmm. me go. The final shot is absolutely oh god. The final sh- like when it does the cut. The literal really final shot. Yeah. Was just oh my god, oh my god. Yeah. So that, that was great. Really enjoyed that. And then yeah. I watched yeah. last night. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of hoping you were going to say this when you were talking about Outside the Wire. Oh, last night okay. I watched Monster Hunter. Oh, I, I mean, I've got it. I, I'm deep. Look, it, it never looked like it was going to be good. Like, and look, I love Jovovich and I generally... Anderson's films, okay, I can take or leave them. Sometimes they have a hit. Sometimes they hit harder than you think they're going to. Yeah, Resident Evil 4, I think it's terrific. Well, even three and four, in fact. The final oh, three chapter I enjoyed. Three small K here. I found it messy, but it was all right. It was okay. So, and right. Event Horizon, I just told my hand up. You yeah, need I mean, to see Event Horizon again. again. <laughs> you do. Look, you the one thing I'm going to say is, right, I yeah. didn't hate is it, it just, even. Is it, just a, is it just a mess, though? Oh, no, it's a total. So, it... right, the first 25 minutes, and I'm giving nothing mm. away here, 
They they go yeah. into the desert. They get sucked into a portal. They land, and right. all of a sudden, this this SWAT kind of ranger team are facing off against this fucking monster. And that right. shit is really good. And then Tony Jar turns up, and like you know, I have feet. I've I have thoughts on Tony Jar in that mm-hmm. he does a couple of things very well. Yes, but true, true. generally acting outside of those are not his strong points. So sure. I, think, I think he's just miscast. And then, oh, and I forgot to say, at the very, very beginning in the, the, the pre-credit type sequence, Ron Perlman turns up with the worst wig I have ever seen in a film ever. I can't Literally, wait. It's like an thought, anime I character. Thought, <laughs> it's terrible. But look, I didn't hate it. I must, and that, that's on, kind of... I must watch that. I must, I must at least watch that. Immediately. Yeah, no, you I have to watch that. Um, already it's... Yeah. Already it's won the award for worst wig of the year. Um, right. It's not terrible. And I, I feel right. dirty for the fact I probably enjoyed it a lot more than I should. But that is Paul W.S. Anderson films to me. I hate them. Yes. And I like them. Um, so look, I'm going to give you my two older films that I've watched because I don't need to talk yes. about one of them too, too much because pff, I think you know how I feel on this one, Ross. I think you do. Oh. I, I, needed, I needed some comfort food. I needed some comfort movie food with every all the shit that was going on. Um, so I watched Top Gun. And the one thing I'm going to say about Top oh, Gun... Oh, what, what do you think about Top Gun? The one thing I'm going to say about Top Gun, right? And I say this all the time. If you took out the bar scene where right. like, it has some of the most 80s haircuts you'll ever see in your life, if you took, mm. took out literally two cuts from that film of the, that moment... That film could have been made last week. It still right. looks right. like it still looks timeless because there's no CGI in the whole film. Everything right. is practical. Everything is real. It's edited very well. It's scripted very well for what it is. The music is phenomenal. And the 4K Blu-ray is unbelievably good. And genuinely, a couple of couple of cuts to that film, and it could be yesterday. It was made. The other film I watched, or the other two films I watched, we revisited Jurassic World and Fallen Kingdom. Um, all I'm going to say is Jurassic World was better than I remember, and Fallen. I Kingdom, still think the Jurassic World is Jurassic World is fun. Like if nothing yeah. else, it's fun. And Fallen Kingdom was actually better than I remembered as well, and both notched up one point. Um, Fallen Kingdom is still garbage. But it has, mm. and I think now divorced from the fact that all the best bits are in the trailer, watching it again right. with with my daughter, I was like, yeah, it's all right. It's it's. I simply, fun. I simply couldn't get past the auction scene, which was oh, hilarious. But the thing about the thing about the targeting system. Oh my god! It's it's, it's if you if you've if you've got a gun, mate, with with with, with the target, just fire the gun. I don't understand. <laughs> it's the thing where you have to put the targeting dot on, on the rat. Yeah, yeah. But for the dinosaur to attack it. Yeah, and then it's send like, an audio you've signal. Sneak, you've got to, but you've got to sneak a dinosaur into the room. I know it's fucking, it's brilliant. Like, but, why, but you've got a gun. Just shoot the gun. And 
and saying no more about them other than just three films of note that I've watched for different reasons. Beastie Boys story mm. on Apple TV is oh, phenomenal. Oh, yes. Fucking amazing. Love it's that. Fucking amazing. Love that. Yes. I watched, mm-hmm. um, I watched, I mean, I've watched, uh, oh, what one should I pick? I watched a British sci-fi film called Archive, which is really good. Oh, I want to see that. I've heard good things yeah. about that. And then I watched uh, Locked Down with Anne Hathaway and Chiotel Age of Four. Oh, um, yeah. Again, yeah. I didn't hate it. Fair enough. It it's not like it it's terrible. It's all types of yeah. terrible. I mean, it is. My God, it is what happens when you make the first draft when you make a film out of the first draft of a script. Right. But yet, that there's it's a car crash where you kind of go. I'm still going to keep looking. And by the end of it, I was like, sure. it's, too, it's too long. It's boring in places. It's basically a bad stage play. And fuck knows what films right. two leads are in because it's not this, not the one they were paid to be in. Mm. Yet, maybe for a lack of new films, I was kind of in, I was kind of there. So look, there you go. That's my little catch up of what I've watched. I'm going to do three other new films, but just super briefly, just because people should watch them. And then I'll talk about, and again, very briefly, just the two old ones, if you like. Yeah, you know what I mean? Go. So just, just very quickly, there's a film called Run, Hide, Fight, which is superb. It's actually about an active shooter in a gut, in like, in a, like it's about school shootings. Oh, and they've so, done it like a genre action thriller, which, you, which shouldn't work. You should, it's really good. It's like, it's not perfect. There's, you know, it, 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 I'll, I'll start again. It's not perfect. But I, I found it really engaging. I found it really scary just because of the way okay. it felt quite real. It was, it's heightened, but the really, performances are excellent. Thomas Jane is in it and it's really good. Um, and the lead girl is superb in it. And it and it's from the people who made a film called Infestation, which I just loved. I loved the... the it's a film from about 10 years ago. Uh, like a kind of a goofy horror comedy. It's, okay. but, it's, this, but this film was really serious. And it is... Ex- like, I really enjoy it. I say excellent, I gave it seven, but it works really well. Like it works really well, runs really well. Uh, the other two, oh, so just because these films are so different from each other, One Night in Miami, which I really like. Uh, so you know, I've Muhammad got that to Ali, watch. Yeah, yeah, it's on my it's list. Really enjoy, really enjoyable. And because it's based on a play, so the thing I compare it to is, um, oh, what was it called? The Black Bottom, Ma Rainey's Black Ma Bottom. Black Bottom. Her, I love Ma Rainey's yeah. Black Bottom. Now, I loved it, I loved it, but it felt like a play. Yeah, it totally like it just felt like a play, but by the, but that's no that's no negative. I thought it was uh, like electrifying. I thought the performances were absolutely incredible. But one night in Miami, similar situation because it's like this obviously very iconic bed in the hotel room. But what they take very great pains to do at the beginning, at the end, and even through the middle to a degree is make it not feel like a play. Oh, there are that was my only concern. About it, to be fair, it's really it's really no it's it it, it really takes. It makes it much more cinematic. I think Mar Rainey was was really enjoyable, but it did feel like a play. Uh, it did. So, and I don't mean it as a, as a no, 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 but this I, does this does not as much. I kind of enjoyed I kind of enjoyed it being stagey just for the performances. So I, I oh, gave it, it really well. They yeah, I gave really it well. that. I think I gave it that additional kind of forgiveness because of the the performances involved and probably a little bit because of what happened to Chadwick Boseman right but um, of course and he is yeah, superb I mean fun. like but and also the musical performances or I mean it's, it was a terrific experience 
what I liked about Miami was it was more it's definitely much more subtle. That's not a knock on Marlene. It's just it's a very it's interesting to see those two films yeah, cool. so close to get so close together with, with some similar stuff going on. Anyway, the third film, very briefly, superb is Batman Soul of the Dragon. Oh, it's okay, Batman yeah. In the 70s, it's set in the 70s, not that I say it, but it's 70s styling. It is a martial arts action adventure with Mark DeCascos, Michael Joe White, Kelly Hu, James Hong. Um, and you've got David John Tony, who was in Grimm. I don't know if you remember Grimm, the leading Grimm, playing Batman. Didn't really it watch is, it. E- well, Grimm is a lot of fun. It is excellent. It is a proper 70s style martial arts action film with sort of like creatures as well, not just people fighting. There's oh, some sort of supernatural. Stop it, Ross. Because you give me loads of things to watch. Honestly, though, honestly, though, Jenny and I watched that together and we had a rocking good time. Like, it's really awesome. enjoyable. Good, good, good. It shoots you, like, like, Joy White is kind of channeling Jim Kelly. Like, it's, um, DeCascos' character, Richard Dragon, is Bruce Lee. Like, it's really, what it's wild. It's really good. Um, very briefly, remember two old films. I'll just do it really briefly. Still doing the Bond films. We finally watched Goldeneye yesterday. Yeah, okay. man! Uh, it is still excellent. And I'd forgotten... But Goldeneye has some very artistic choices in it as well, not just the good action and it's well put together. There's some really interesting stylistic stuff in there. Can we just talk about uh, the elephant then... in that room, though, please? Mm. The, that fucking Eric Serra soundtrack is yes. To be it is pits. it is a, it, it it is it's really frustrating it actually knocks because... it down a whole mark in my I, book. Yeah. It takes it from a nine yeah, to an I eight to me it. because the music. That's is... exactly what I've done. Horrific. Exactly it's not even bad. Yeah, it's like it like work. the car chase bit. To be fair, it's worse at the beginning. The bit with the car chase mm. and that pinkity pinkity mm. pink. Oh, it's and what's mm. annoying is it has the best modern day Bond theme by far. Yeah, over oh, the, the, the Tina Turner. Track, like the, it is absolutely that is such a bombastic between your eyes hit. Yeah, like it's so good, and then and then also notably, the end credit song is lame as fu- I don't even know what it's called. We were listening to it, and we were like, "Let's just turn this off now." Like the end credit song, um, I don't even know what it's called. Whatever, you won't remember it. Like we just went, uh, "No, click." Uh, and there, annoyingly, there Eric Sivis, Eric Sivis score is so Leon. It's crazy. If you listen to the, it, no, so it is. I watched Leon again recently, and, and and it works in Leon, of course. It just doesn't work for Bond. No, it's, it's such it's, a sad, such a sad realization. Yeah, and it and it it actually does. It, it shows you if a bad bad music in a film, the effect it can have, mm. and it genuinely, it really can, almost ruins it. I do feel sorry for you though, because you've got a fucking rough run, run of films to come now. I know, I know. I mean, look. Tomorrow Never Dies is open. Well, I was going to say the Brosnan films on the whole are, I was going to just use this word loosely, fun. Like they're mostly fun, but I am interested in seeing how I do respond to them now because (laughs) they're pretty forgettable. They're pretty, particularly, yeah, the last half of (laughs) both. With the Robocop outfits. Oh, um, cool, Goldeneye. <laughs> like it. Good. Uh, like Goldeneye. And then, and then, and then the other one, <laughs> the other one, a true turkey in, in, in everything except for a key area, but we'll get to it. Superman 4 The Quest for Peace. Uh, so, right. So, the reason uh, I watched it. Blimey. Right. So, the, re- the reason I watched it is I'm listening to a podcast 
which is quite good, called the Canon Canon. So it's all about Canon. Oh, yeah, cool. Yeah, nice. So so while while I'm not watching all of them because we know I know most Canon films backwards, there were just certain things, and there are some and I really real wanted to watch fucking uh, horrific Canon yeah. films. Yeah, but that's one. But they're wonderful. Um, Superman Four. So this is an interesting thing. First of all, it's super short. It's ninety-two minutes, and and also Superman Four is the reason that we have Street Smart because Reeve got Canon to finance Street Smart on the basis of it. And that got Morgan Freeman his first Oscar nomination because nobody knows about that. And it is a terrific film. It's a really gritty, like seedy thriller. And Morgan Freeman, for anyone who hasn't seen it, Morgan Freeman, everyone's used to being like the warm, magical, I don't want to use that word, you know, the N word, um, the magical Negro character. Anyway, all that crap. Um, but in Street Spot, he plays a vicious pimp. Like you've never seen, if you haven't seen Street Smart, you really haven't seen Morgan Freeman with range. Do you know what I mean? We're only mm. used to him being this kind of sage, you know, this sage, you know, wonderful person. He is like pure, undiluted, street level evil. And if you haven't seen it, Street Smart is just, oh. I like and it's it. a passion project for Reef. Yeah. So, anyway, that's good. But <laughs> the one thing that's actually good about Superman 4, which won't come as a surprise when I say it, is. Reeves' performance is still outstanding, and it's hard sometimes to to get it like amongst how cheap and blah, blah, the film. And the film still has fun bits in it, but we look, we all know, you know, it's shot in Milton Keynes for fuck's sake, you know, and it looks like Milton Keynes. Um, it it almost works as a kids' movie, but Reeves' performance has still got so much integrity in it. Like that explains why Gene Hackman came back to Superman for. Yeah, I for him. And it definitely wasn't that? for like, money. Three had magic. No, of course not. I mean, he probably got paid the most money, but but, but yeah, it definitely wasn't for money. Because came back, the, there wasn't any. Yeah, but all of the people. Yeah, the guy who plays uh, um, uh, Perry White, Margot Kidder's back significantly. Like not just a cameo, like in three. Like these people came back for Christopher Reeve. There's no doubt. That speaks highly for him. Yeah, you know. Um, cool. And I, look, I'm not gonna. But I'm not going to blow it out of proportion. I don't, we haven't got a lot of time either. But it is still, it, it is what it, it is. It's fascinating. Look, mate, I watched Masters of the really Universe good at it. a few weeks back. Right, I still love that film, and it is terrible in every conceivable way, oh, other than Langella. Langella. Uh, well, Langella. Two, con- two conceivable ways. Yeah. Frank Langella, and the other thing, and the thing that people overlook the most about that film, is really yeah. fun. It's it is. It's a blast. Good fun. Yeah. It's. Is it yeah. good? No. <laughs> it's about <laughs> far from good as you're going to get in a movie. Is it Superman? Is it, is it Superman? Love- sorry. <laughs> is it um? Is it He Man? No. It's got nothing to do with He Man in the slightest. <laughs> it's know. the most tangential He Man movie you're ever going to get. Is it fun? Yes, it damn well is. And in it's fact, a, it is a. Blast! It's a blast. Yeah, it's an absolute blast. That top that, I almost did a double bill, almost because it wasn't like a million weeks away from each other. Uh, I almost did a double bill with Space Hunter Adventures in the Forbidden Zone, (laughs) 3D, which is another film which, by all conventional wisdom, is fucking terrible. However, Mm. I love it. I've watched that film probably as many times as I've watched Star Wars which is quite a sad thing wow. to admit in public. Um, so, yes. So, look, um, good. Let's ca- let, So, I want to talk about some news. Lots has happened since we've been away. And I want to get some hot, boy-ass takes 
on some news. So the first piece of news is your heart breaking every single, like, look, I'm going to say for the record, I absolutely like, I have no doubt what is going out there is true. I am never going to question it. I'm not in a position to question it. And I a hundred percent believe that people should, should stand up to fucking idiots and wankers. But my heart breaks every time I hear something about Joss Whedon and, and, what he was like during like Buffy, because now it's just like, ah, oh, oh no, now Buffy's getting ruined. It's like, like, yeah. and Firefly. And I'm just like, oh, this guy was a catastrophic cunt for all these years. But so here's the question, right? Uh, like you say, I won't, I can't possibly deny what anyone's saying. Like, I have no position on that. Is it all, I don't want to be this yes. guy. Is it yeah. really all true? Everyone's and, coming and, and, out. And, like, but, even but, like... But then, but, then, but, then, but then how much of that... Like, like, what out, like which one outweighs which one? Like, like, all the positive stuff on those shows? Or is it that he was evil and that's all we're supposed to think? Do you know what I'm getting at? Like, like, the thing like, is... Like, I'm, not saying he should, I'm not saying he should be a cunt. That's terrible. That's awful. But, like, there are plenty of showrunners and stuff who are cunts. Yeah, but I and think... most likely worse... Oh, no, I, li- listening and to... Do they have the good stuff that balances? He sacked, like t- he sacked yeah. a pregnant woman. He sacked a woman mm. after giving birth because she fucked up the storylines. That's right. pretty low, right? Like, yeah. um... Yeah. The, the girl that played Dawn, I mean, apparently there was a rule right. that he wasn't yeah, allowed in her dressing room. Right. Read between that one what you will. Like, like mm. just genuinely... Look, the Ray Fisher stuff, I was like, mm, okay, fine. But Ray Fisher, if I'm honest, always came across as a bit of a knob. Um, well, also, he's coming across a bit like John Boyega. Yeah. Yeah. And with the stuff. And again, again, I'm in no position to judge any of it, but it does come across understandably or not. Because let's face it, Boyega's character in Star Wars just disappeared. Like, he just disappeared. Yeah. I'd so be pissed off I, if I was I, him. I think, so I think, so I think he has a case to be annoyed at how much they used him in the promotion and then he just even by the second half of Force Awakens what does he do like he just seems to be put in the back even though he's so important in the first half so without getting into too many semantics yeah. or whatever the minutia of it I can understand that except for the fact that he's part of Star Wars and will be regarded as a legend forever like like that's the other and that's paid kind forever. of goes, paid forever except for fucking it up there yeah. so eh, you know so I don't know. So so all, all I was getting at was that the Ray Fisher stuff was kind of coming across like that. Yeah, it was. But now I'm just like, fuck, everyone's mm. coming out against mm. him. Like everyone's yeah. everyone's just like, yeah, he was. And even those that that, that aren't are saying, well, I, I see it in hindsight. Yeah, right. Okay. Yes. Yes. So yeah, again, yeah. it's the Kevin Spacey thing, isn't it? Right. You can, you know, you've you've do you have to divorce? Is in fact, it's probably easier with things like Buffy because he's not in front of the camera. I still get a bit right, icky watching Spacey now, and I, you know, House of Cards. I love the first two or three seasons. I'm never going to watch it again because you know, right? Yeah, you look at it now and you kind of go, hmm, <laughs> a little bit autobiographical for my liking. Yeah, um, yeah, but my heart just breaks a little bit, and on the subject of my heart breaking. Or not? Do you know what? Can, can I am so fucking bored of Bond. 
Like when they, but when they rescheduled it, remember we haven't podcasted since they rescheduled it again. Right. Okay. And I'm just like, I I think I just shrugged my shoulders when that happened. I just went, "Mm." no, something of shrugging shoulders, Ross. Mm. It's only a couple of weeks now till Justice League comes out. Oh, goody. I don't care. I, I actually watched the, the trailer. The, the, there was a trailer. Well, this is the thing. Yeah, it got released, was it a couple of days ago or a few days ago? Yeah. And I just, I just, I just watched it and I went, I mean, I, I, the purpose to the trailer seemed to me to simply be, this is going to be epic. <laughs> Which is, yeah, because, because it, isn't, because so it doesn't tell you. It doesn't tell you anything. It doesn't tell you anything else. And by the way, I don't mind that. Like, I'm, I, I will say, I cannot deny it. I'm interested. I mean, I'm interested. I do think that when we've sat through four hours of it, we'll just go, okay. Like, like I cannot imagine. I, look, I hope I'm wrong. I would love to come out of watching this full version and go, that was terrific. And and by the way, it can listen. The, the the Batman Super. I've said it before. The Batman Superman Ultimate Edition. Except for the, the the doomsday fight, which was just a CGI mess anyway, and of course, significantly. But yeah, but it's a, that's a tiny moment. But but also the stuff that builds up to that explains it more. Like in, in the ultimate, it, it does. It it's still a, it's still goofy, and it shouldn't have happened. But the the overall experience of like a two hour forty five, whatever it is, like it is a long film. But the overall experience of it is significantly better than the original, and that. that might sound like I'm damning a fake praise. It is. It is absolutely. No, no. It, it at, works. At, at worst, it's a seven. At worst, it's a seven. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's a solidly good, mm, enjoyable film. But yeah. Well, I just is whatever. But I'm just. But overall, it really does work a lot better as a movie. It does. No, you're so, right. It does. So, so there's nothing to suggest, in theory, that this won't be a a solidly good. Enjoyable, well, there's one. There's one thing to suggest. Enjoyable. That, there's one thing it's four mm. hours long Whatever, it's, I, I get it's that, longer but you like, than but you don't have to but you don't have to sit there for four hours no no but it's longer so, than most of the lord of the rings extended edition of course it is yes yes absolutely but i don't mind that in that it's going to be uh it's going to be in a format that you can comfortably I, watch you can watch it as four chapters yeah but you know see, what i mean i, I, I liked no it when they were talking about doing it as four chapters i was like i yeah, agree do you know yes what? i'm with you that works i'm for with me. you like a mini series, yeah. Like a, a fucking mini-series. four hour Zack Snyder film. I literally, mm. if you gave me the option of coming round and cunt punching me for fucking in the dick for fucking four hours or watching mm. that film, I would probably it would be borderline which one I would rather have. I just yeah, there is nothing in this world that can compel me to want to enjoy or to want to sit down and in my head not know it's going to be horrific for four hours of Zack Snyder. I find his filmmaking intolerable over about 20 minutes. You know, like 20 minutes, you just kind of go... Look, look, overall, overall, I I tend to agree. Uh, But then again, he has made some good films too, so... not. Oh, hey, yeah. In, In 2004, he made a great version of Dawn of the Dead. Yeah. There you go. That's his great film. I hear everyone yeah. going, Watchmen, Watchmen. No. Mm. Well, um, I really like it, but you know. It's, uh, yeah. 
the weird thing is, right, and I, I joke, I jokingly drop this news section in because other than the, the Josh Whedon bit at the beginning, but like the news is the same fucking news as it was six months ago. Snyder Cut, delayed films. I'm like, it's deja vu all yeah. over again. Um, yeah. Okay, look, loads of other shit is going on um, film-wise. Um, but let's Let's do something more fun. Ross, you did Jackie January. Still fucking love that, by the way. Um, <laughs> in January. Jackie January. Hashtag Jackie January. So yeah. I said, look, I don't want to talk. There's no point in sitting here listing all fucking 30 Jackie no, January films. But let's just talk. Let's just pick the, th- the three best and the three that, if you were to do Jackie January again, you would definitely oh, not include. Can I, can I just interject and say i am never doing hashtag jackie chaddery ever again the only way i would do it is maybe just do one a week or something possibly yeah. i'm a big look I'm we all know that he hasn't for the last 15 for the last 15 years no and 15 but it is it is i mean ish there's been a few there's been a couple that were enjoyable right and i will say on my second viewing of the foreigner which I hated in New York. I would say I hate it less, but it is still not good. And there are some fundamental problems with that film, like hugely fundamental problems with the film, even though some of it is better than I remembered, but a lot of it is still naff. And I hate saying that because it's Martin Campbell and I love him as a director, aside from Green Lantern. So like generally it was, it was, it was such a disappointment. Anyway, sorry. So let's go to Jackie Chanu. So you want me to do the best three? I think I might be able to do them in the threes. I'll just have to sort of look through them and say these three were good. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I won't be able to sort of so play. look, if someone if someone so, was to do, think of it this way, right? If someone was to look at the Jackie Chan films that you watched, mm-hmm. which three would you go? Those are the three that you think, need to see. Yes. And those are the yes. three that you need to avoid, fucking avoid. Avoid avoid at all costs. Yeah, avoid at all costs. All costs. Okay, so the first one. The first, the first one that is very good, exceptional, and is probably still one of my favourites for sure is Project A, uh, which Love we watched Project first. A. Jenny really enjoyed. Jenny really enjoyed it too. It is, and I still prefer watching it with the English dub. The, the, the English dub is particularly good for some reason. It works it's very well. Something weird about Jackie Chan films, like I spent my, I spent all my life watching Jackie Chan films dubbed until mm. he then started to do like you started to hear his voice and then I find it really hard to now go back and listen to, to actual Jackie Chan films with his with his dub voice because it wasn't obviously Jackie Chan and you know, how, no, you know what course. I mean it's weird but yeah I, I used to probably watch all of his films dubbed back in the day so I, I get that some of his, mm. the dub films actually work quite well so <sighs> So the three, I can literally say the three in a row not to watch at all because I watched them in a row. I got them. Just, they were unwatchable. Listen, 88 Films have done an amazing job of releasing these, all a lot of Jackie Chan and a lot of other films recently. Their Blu-ray presentations have been fantastic. However, and these were three films that I had not, these are his older films. These were three films that I hadn't watched before. I watched them in a row. Jenny was lucky enough not to be with me when she <laughs> because she would she would she would have left me. I'm, I'm convinced of it. I gave them all one and a half stars, just purely because just purely because there were moments in all of them, obviously that were fine. But so the, so they are Shaolin Wooden Men, 
spiritual kung fu and to kill with intrigue there are others but they were really very so, so they were very spiritual kung fu spiritual kung fu which is like about ghosts in a shaolin temple yeah. shaolin <sighs> shaolin wooden men and uh, to kill with intrigue I, I won't even boy with, with, with intrigue. Intrigue. I'd heard about these films a long time ago. They're just not very good. They're, you see sparks of Jack. You see sparks of him. Like, like, oh, I see why he became what he became. So but these are all like just, super early. Just, Jackie super early. So, well, relative, yeah, very yeah, 77, 76, that kind of thing. And they don't even have, because I've missed out, there's a couple of other ones that are much more like, essentially a basic kung fu film with jackie in them which are more accessible for what you know what i mean like you watch yeah, it, yeah. loads of fights it's jackie fine it still hasn't got necessarily what he does but you can see the promise of what he does in these three films yeah like yeah okay like you know what i mean they exist and look he was building his way up and all that. yeah That's i mean i'm surprised I that there wasn't any of the shitty american ones in there because you did watch rush hour oh, but, well but they're but they are more Russia Free is absolutely horrible. Like if we're talking about English language, Russia Free is absolutely reprehensible. And there's a there's some interesting stuff going on. Rush Hour 3, it's a it's a kid's movie, right? I mean, it is a 12, right? Yeah. yeah. The first two movies are like it definitely enjoyable. They roll along, they're not my favorites by any means. They to compared to some of these other films, are like a breath of fresh air because they're coherent and they're fun. And Ratner has a certain style. And, eh, blah, blah, blah. Right. <laughs> well, but, but, on but the subject of dodgy directors. No, well, well, I'm getting to this. Rush Hour 3 has a scene. So it's set, I don't know if you remember, it's set in Paris. I literally I remember don't remember watching thing it. I, I remember watching it with Chris Regan in the Ocean, and we were gobsmacked by how, not, how, not just how bad it is or how lazy, but there are things that happened in the film that there were people in the audience applauding, and we were like, well, what are they watching? But we, what like it was very very confusing there is a scene in rush hour three where they go to like a burlesque show and chris tucker <clears throat> it while they're there to try and catch a criminal or something this is, already um, i get the female where this is gonna go he takes he takes time to go into like the female changing room <sighs> this is a 12 rated movie he tells he basically says he's the new costume designer or something and he tells all the women in there to strip off oh my god and you go Wait, what? Take all of these clothes off, and it's supposed to be funny and charming. And you go, no, that's not okay. Because first of all, you're a policeman. What are you doing? Like, why have you even stopped? But secondly, you've stopped. You, you're, you're telling all these women to take their clothes. Like, not, not. We have to change your clothes, which is kind of what they're getting to. Take all of your clothes off. And I was like, what, mm. what did he just? I'm paraphrasing a bit, but that's what he does. Mm. And then. Think about this. The film was produced by Harvey Weinstein. Oh, shit. The film was produced by Harvey Weinstein. Brett Ratner is the director. And Roman Polanski is in it in a key part. Being a shit to me. What? And you just go... That's now. literally like the fucking paedophile trifecta. It's a trifecta. And wow, you just I go, mean, if Kevin Spacey was in it, you'd be fucking fuck? right. laughing, right? I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. It sounds absurd. But then you go... That's, did Woody, what, did Woody like, Allen do a script in 2000? And, and this was in 2003, I think. So it's way before they were all getting. You uh, know, I'm getting that they were all very, they were all very safe. It was really. You can't help but join those dots. You there's can't a lot help of dots. It. There's a lot of jo- dots. To anyway, join. 
Uh, cool. Anyway, so Project sorry, A so is one of our recommendations. Very, Give us two more. Yes. I'm quickly spinning through. Uh, so Miracles, which at the time when it first came out in 89, I found it not so engaging because it's kind of like more of a drama. It's a period film, but it's based on a pocket full of miracles, the Frank Capra film, which I think is also based on another film. Um, it is one of the best. It's definitely the best film that Jackie's directed. The action, there's not tons of action, but when it's there, it's super tight and really creative. The story, I mean, Jenny and I were both completely captivated by the story. I don't think is, I've again, seen miracles, to be fair. It is very, very, and again, it's one of the 88 films, but it's very beautifully presented. Nice. Hugely recommend it. I'm just quickly looking for like what's the last good one to recommend. I mean, there's others. Um, oh, one that I really liked and was not expecting to because it's a relatively recent film. So I'm just trying to find it. <laughs> one second. Is ah yeah because this is from 2013. It's called Police Story Lockdown and it's not connected to the other Police Story good, films. Yeah. This is really. I mean, I gave it a seven. It's arguably a little, even maybe even a little bit. It stayed with me. He's let his age appear. Like, he looks like he's in his 50s, if you see what I mean. Like, he looks weathered. There's not, again, tons of fighting, but when it comes, it's really tight and kind of grounded. Um, and it's kind of about a hostage situation. I won't go into too much detail. There's no point, you know, because it could take ages. But it's it was a, a surprisingly good, dramatically really well told. Like, it's really well told. His performance is... Tremendous. And in fact, watching it, it makes you go, a foreigner could have been like this. Like it could have been good like this. Like there's something about the way he's playing in lockdown that is very, very good. So mm. I, I won't, there are others. I mean, Dragons Forever is obviously fantastic. There's some other fantastic ones, but I was really impressed with lockdown because I hadn't seen it. I was a little bit dubious just because it's relatively recent, but I, I would thoroughly recommend it. Nice. I, I would hey. probably recommend it. Sounds uh, sounds interesting. It's well, well, I've not seen two of them. So, oh, I'm mean, two of the good ones. Mm. Uh, obviously, there's no fucking way I'm going to go and watch those other three. <laughs> no, uh, no, and I would not recommend it. I, I'm not kidding. There was some. I did I tell you this? Uh, a mutual friend of ours who I shouldn't name, um, but very connected with the stumped community. When I first posted uh, about hashtag yeah. Jackie January, yeah, he said he literally messaged me on WhatsApp saying, God, God help. God help you come channel. I'm sure I'm like, sure he did more yeah. than that, but I'm sure he put that somewhere. I'm sure he put that live. Oh, he might have done. He might I'm have pretty sure I read that, that as, well. as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he might have put it public somewhere too, but it was really, it's really funny. I laughed so hard. Because I was is... already looking at my lineup and I was going, oh, Fucking God. brilliant. I mean it's like it's like yeah, doing it's, it's like doing Arnold January and you'd be like, Yeah, this is really good. And you get to like you get to probably Arnold, 30 Arnold films. Hey, maybe we should do that. Look, I don't even um, know. I think I think by the so actually, very quickly just to connect just to connect this, there is not long now till hashtag martial arts. Yes, indeed. It's not long, which I will be doing. I've made a very fine selection of films for that. Nice. Okay. Uh, look, before we go, one thing, uh, two things. I just want to drop notices of. Uh, I watched the first episode of Young Rock. It's really good. It's oh, I was. Is, is it good? Yeah, it's good fun. I mean, it, it is what it is. It right? struck me in the as, middle with the rock. Right. That's kind of why. I, well, I thought it was going to be like everybody hates Chris. Yeah, sorry, that's what I meant. Yeah. Everybody hates Chris. Malcolm in the Middle right, is, yeah, uh, yeah. is um, the last episode of WandaVision. WandaVision is really good. I'm really enjoying that. We will have a proper, I think our next yes. episode, we will talk TV because I think there's a lot of TV to talk. Um, okay. And I finished Saved by the Bell as well. 
Oh, I need to. I've, I've only watched the first one and I loved it, but so I just good. haven't got back to it yet. Ross, where can people find out more about you, my friend? Wow. Okay. So it's uh, at Ross Boyesque on all the social things, at Evolutionary Films on all the social things to follow Evolutionary Films. We have more films coming out, which is a miracle given everything going on. <laughs> uh, and then please also yeah. follow at Vengeance Film UK to follow the exploits of the Vengeance Film franchise. And yes, one is writing part three. So where's that? Uh, let's and- see. Let's see. And I've got back into wrestling, and we'll talk about that next time. Oh, before. awesome! Oh, yeah. have you been watching NXT? Which uh, I, I I watched um I watched the takeover. Like, uh, the oh, okay, interesting. interesting. Oh, in fact, no, I haven't. I haven't finished watching that shit. I need to watch the rest of that today. Mm. Anyway, uh, WWE Phil's quick review. Yeah, AEW's awesome. Anyway, www.philsquickview.co.uk for more on the podcast the blog everything else follow us on instagram connect with us on twitter we're probably on linkedin something else something else something else we're everywhere uh thanks for listening myspace myspace still going uh yeah me and tom we're getting really well (laughs) my long do you know next to you tom's my longest friend we'll be back uh in uh a lot quicker than we were last time thanks for listening uh and we'll speak to you soon cheers bye 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 bye